Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy. Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk. My name is Jake Wright, and joining me today is Yao Wu, who will discuss China's recovery from COVID-19. Yao, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jake. So as we all know, the COVID-19 pandemic began in China and was also the first country to implement a lockdown, of which we later saw different versions around the world. Also, it was the first country that came out of the virus and reopened the economy. So as we're now expecting reopening in the United States and elsewhere, we're interested to learn how things are doing in China. So Yao, my first question to you is how big of an impact did the draconian lockdown have on China's oil market? Well, the crisis was a great shock to the economy and, of course, the oil market. China's GDP lost 6.8% in the first quarter. It was the first recession ever in the past three decades. Now, let's look at February when China was most affected by the virus. Aviation sector was hit the most. It shrank by 74% in February, according to government statistics in terms of uh, passenger and freight ton kilometers. The PMI index plunged to 35.7 from 15 January. It means the manufacturing fell deep into recession. Consequently, highway trucking measured by freight ton kilometers fell by roughly 40%. In addition, we track daily mobility data city by city in China, and it shows that on average, mobility in urban China fell by almost a half compared to last year. So overall, we, ex- we, uh, we estimate that in the height of the crisis, China lost a third of its oil demand, about 1.6 million barrels per day compared to last year. This is mostly because demand collapsed for transport fuels. And what about the reopening in China? What does that look like? The reopening starting in late February when governments in eastern coastal provinces arrange flights and trains for migrant workers who spend the lockdown in their home provinces to return to factories. So far, almost all businesses are up and running. Students are back to school early this month, and Disney reopened its theme park in Shanghai just this week. Well, that's certainly great news. So does that mean things are back to normal quickly? The short answer is no. We observe three facts of the post-virus new normal. First, obviously reopening is restrictive, right? With social distancing requirements in place. For example, tourist attractions are required to keep the number of visitors below 30% of capacity and movie theaters are still closed and empty. Any new infections will lead to a localized small-scale quarantine. And secondly, factories have restarted but there are few export orders since April due to lockdowns in other countries. So the recovery of China's economy is deeply intertwined with recovery in its major uh, trading partners, namely the United States and Europe. Lastly, domestic consumption is also facing challenges because there is this enormous trauma after the shock and people prefer short trips close to home rather than long distance travel. And people tend to save more and are more thoughtful of spending, even for those who did not lose their jobs or income during the crisis. So we don't expect a strong rebound of consumption in the near term. And so what does this new normal mean for fuels demand? Well, transport data shows a big increase in March from February. Um, But in general, from March to April, there is only slight improvement due to reasons we mentioned earlier. Our urban mobility index shows driving improved from below 30 in mid-February to 60 by the end of February. It went up to 80 by the end of March, and most recently, it was around 90. Uh, Here, we use 100 as the pre-crisis norm. 
So gasoline and diesel demand both declined by more than a third in February. In March, gasoline returned to 80% of 2019 levels and gradually back to 85% in April. Diesel returned to 85% um, year-on-year in March and 90% last month with lots of infrastructure projects restarted. And what about jet fuel demand? Will that recovery look similar to gasoline and diesel recovery? A good question. Jet fuel demand is going to have a wider U-shape rather than a V-shape recovery. Uh, the average number of daily domestic flights in China increased by 21% in March from February lows and rose by another 2% uh, in April. So the total number of domestic flights in April was uh, 6,687. But the monthly number of international passenger flights will remain around just 450 in April and May versus 5,000 in March. This is because Beijing slashed international passenger flights by over 90% at the end of March due to virus outbreak in other countries. International travel will depend on when the world can bring the pandemic under control, and it's definitely going to take much longer. Overall, we think jet fuel demand now is still just around 40% of last year's levels. Do you think demand will get much better in the summer? Again, a lot will depend on when the world could recover. I think with the reopening in Europe, the, the U.S. and elsewhere, trade will improve in the next few months, which is good news for manufacturing and the economy in general. But countries may face similar situations in terms of a change in consumption patterns. So with time and weather, um, people should be comfortable to travel a little bit more this summer. So for China, we expect gradual recovery of gasoline and diesel demand through the uh, third quarter. They could return to close to 2019 levels by the year end. It is more difficult for jet fuel. Even in the last quarter, we estimate that it could be uh, still 10% lower than last year. So for the whole year, China's total transport fuels would decline by 10%. The total oil demand would decline by about 6% to 13.1 million barrels per day. Thank you, Yao. It's nice that we're beginning to see some level of recovery, as tentative or uncertain as it may be. Thank you for taking the time to explain things for us. Always a pleasure, Jake. Thank you for joining us on Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy.